Chicago White Sox manager Tony La Russa is out indefinitely for medical reasons, and bench coach Miguel Cairo will be the acting manager for the time being. The Cairo-led White Sox snapped their five-game losing streak and beat the Kansas City Royals on Wednesday night 4-2. to Excellent pitching from Lance Lynn and multiple home runs from the Sox offense. White Sox will go for the series win Thursday afternoon. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Vroom. With Vroom, you can buy a car entirely online and have it delivered straight to you so you never have to go to a dealership again. So next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to Vroom.com and check out thousands of great cars. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, Recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk. White Sox Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Sox fans were treated to some vintage Lance Lynn. Uh, Where has this guy been all year? Elvis Andrews belted his first home run in a White Sox uniform and had two RBIs on the night. And with Tony La Russa out for medical reasons, Miguel Cairo is the man in charge, or is he? Your state of the Sox, uh, White Sox are now 64-66, and 66, five games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians with 32 games left in the season. Sacks beat the Kansas City Royals 4-2 Wednesday night. They tie up the series uh, with a rubber match Thursday afternoon. Uh, Johnny Cueto on the hill. That game will be on YouTube. A uh, lot to discuss here uh, regarding Tony La Russa. We started getting into it uh, on the most uh, previous uh, Lockdown Sox episode. Uh, and before Wednesday's game, we had a bunch of information from all different kinds of sources uh, and new details started coming out. Uh, so Bob Nightingale uh, sent a tweet out on Wednesday afternoon saying that uh, Sox manager Tony La Russa will be out indefinitely while undergoing further testing with his personal doctors in Arizona. Uh, Bob Nightingale, uh, of course, is the same person that floated the idea that Tony La Russa will be the next White Sox manager uh, in the fall of 2020. Nightingale has been a bit of a mouthpiece for Jerry Reinsdorf over the years, so Interesting that Bob Nightingale uh, is releasing this information. According to Nightingale, 
Uh, Tony LaRusa is undergoing tests on his heart. It's unknown whether LaRusa will return this season. So after that information uh, came out, then there was an official a statement from the Chicago White Sox. And this is what that had to say. Uh, following a medical evaluation Wednesday morning, White Sox manager Tony LaRusa now is scheduled over the coming days to undergo additional testing in Arizona by his personal physicians. His absence from the club will be indefinite pending the results of these evaluations. Bench coach Miguel Cairo will serve and will continue to serve as acting White Sox manager in Tony LaRusse's absence. Uh, and then this is from Scott Merkin. Uh, of course, the White Sox beat a reporter for MLB.com. Uh, Miguel Cairo talked to Tony LaRusa on Wednesday and plans to talk to him every day about lineup configuration, etc. cetera. Uh, Cairo said he's more of a go-by-your-gut sort of manager. Uh, Cairo also said, I watch the game, I watch the scoreboard, and that'll tell you everything. Hardest part is the pitching, something Ethan has and doing a really good job. It's going to be a teamwork, and we are all going to do it for Tony. And then I found this next part to be uh, rather interesting, eyebrow raising, I guess, a little bit. Uh, this is from James Feagan from The Athletic. Uh, he said that many Sox players, uh, they found out Tuesday via social media that Tony LaRusso would be away from the team. Uh, some were surprised by the news on Wednesday that he's out indefinitely. It's unbelievably tough. We don't really have much information on what's going on. Vaughn mentioned a team meeting after Tuesday's game. Something I'm telling you seems a little bit odd about this. The players had to find out via social media. And where is Rick Hahn in all of this? Where is Kenny Williams? Where's Jerry Reinsdorf? Uh, they, you know, they used to wear these t-shirts. I haven't seen him too often, uh, but last year it's, it said the word family and then a White Sox logo. And I've heard LaRusa talk about family and, and the culture and, and this, that, and the other. And I just find it very odd that this man uh, is, is going to be gone indefinitely, having uh, medical issues, and players are finding out through social media, not Rick Hahn or a senior front office member. Again, you can't dismiss the fact that Tony LaRusso talked to the media for seven minutes before the game on Tuesday, doing his usual pregame interview session. Uh, he was also on the field during batting practice on Tuesday before the game. Uh, and then the Sox released a statement. Uh, now, however, Miguel Cairo said that prior to the game uh, on Tuesday, LaRusso just got the news from his doctor. It was best for him to relax and be calm and do the test on Wednesday. Uh, he was ready for the game. Believe me, he's always uh, ready. So I guess there's a lot of different questions and you can create all kinds of conspiracy theories, uh, whether this is just a, a kind of a exit strategy for Tony La Russa, 
uh, or if there's something bigger going on, uh, does Tony La Russa really come back to manage uh, this year, or is this the farewell? Is this why he was at the game uh, Tuesday on the field, talking to some folks, talking to Rick Hahn, coming up with a plan and a strategy? Uh, who knows? I've, I've heard and read so many different theories uh, all over the place. Uh, it, it, you, you, nobody knows. There's, there's a few people that actually know what's going on. Uh, the question is, is, is this really just an exit strategy? Uh, you know, is Miguel Cairo auditioning for Sox manager here? I mean, is that something that he really wants long term? Uh, who knows? There, there are too many questions right now, not enough answers. But I will say the way the players found out about this situation and their reaction to everything, something odd there, something very, very odd. But first things first, hopefully uh, Tony La Russa is okay and gets the medical help he needs. The White Sox got multiple home runs for the second straight night, but I'm going to tell you why bases loaded and nobody out is still a problem for the White Sox. More on that in a moment. Are you one of those people that thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI. Sack's offense was still without Luis Robert uh, dealing with that wrist injury. Uh, Yasmani Grandal returned to the White Sox, and he was in the lineup as well as catching. Uh, and Gavin Sheets has been supplying a lot of the power lately. Uh, he was thrown out there in right field once again, but a bit of a power outage for Sheets. He let other folks handle that. Uh, Kansas City Royals threw left-handed pitcher, uh, Chris Bubich, uh, he he was on the hill, and, and the Sox have seen him uh, over this season and beyond. Uh, Sox, you know, they used to be killers of left-handed pitching, and they just haven't done it uh, as much as they used to. Uh, that changed a little bit uh, on Wednesday night. First inning, Andrew Vaughn and Jose Abreu got on base via uh, the walk, two on one out for Aloy Jimenez, uh, had that home run on Tuesday, of course. Pretty impressive numbers since the All-Star break. Uh, Jimenez manages an infield single, and the Sox have the bases loaded with only one out. Stay away from that double play. We are all screaming it and thinking it. Needed to have a productive out, uh, but Yasmani Grandal uh, had a chance in his first game back uh, to help the Sox get on the board, and Grandal... He lined out to right field. Sacks leave the sacks packed with sacks. What is new with that? Second inning ground ball theater. Uh, they did flash a graphic uh, on NBC Sports Chicago. This was interesting. Flashed a graphic that Jake Berger is still in second place with seven home runs at guaranteed rate field this season. Second place. Jake Berger hasn't played on the south side since June 26th. How about that? Third inning to lead things off. Andrew Vaughn smashes one to left center, tries to turn on the Jets, 
and stretch it out for a double, but some great defense by the Royals to nail Vaughn at the bag. Nothing else doing for the sacks there. Fourth inning, finally, A.J. Pollock led off with a home run uh, to tie the game at one. Hopefully, there's more of that for the Sox. Grandal with a walk. It uh, would be nice to see Sheets drive something here, but he hit into a double play. Uh, then Harrison struck out. Sox just couldn't get anything sustainable uh, at this point. Fifth inning, Romy Gonzalez led things off with a single. Sox tried a hit and run. No contact from Andrews, and Gonzalez was thrown out easily at second. However, later in the at-bat, Elvis Andrews destroys a baseball to left field for his first home run with the White Sox. It's 2-1 Sox. Let's go to the seventh. Royals finally go to their bullpen. They still bring in a lefty. Sox are clinging to a one-run lead. Sheets and Harrison got things going. Two on, nobody out. Uh, Cairo, perhaps managing with his gut, asks Gonzalez to bunt, and after a failed attempt, he rolled a beauty down the third base line. Bases loaded, nobody out. Royals went to the bullpen again. Uh, Elvis Andrews hit a sharp ground ball to second base. Uh, Massey froze up and threw it to first instead of home. Sacks score another run, 3-1 sacks. Uh, August of Brayu. With a base hit up the middle to score Gonzalez 4-1 White Sox. Now, hey, beggars can't be choosers, but there could have been a lot more going on in that inning. Uh, but, hey, insurance runs uh, were had. We'll take it 4-1 Sox at that point. And four runs was all it was going to be for the Sox as they managed nine hits, two extra base hits, and both of those were home runs, Andrews and Pollock. Uh, six walks. Sacks only struck out two times Wednesday night and were three for nine with runners in scoring position. Uh, Sacks still trying to figure things out with those runners in scoring position, especially bases loaded, one out or nobody out. It just doesn't seem like we can pile the runs on. Uh, you got to run in that situation because Massey froze at second base instead of throwing it home. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Sacks ended up winning the game. But, you know, if they're going to go on a stretch here and they're really going to make a run at this, uh, you got to you got to separate yourself. You got to start uh, coming through automatic in those situations and scoring multiple runs when you've got bases loaded, one out or bases loaded, nobody out. Lance Lynn has pitched well against the Royals as of late. I'm going to tell you why the vintage Lance Lynn was on display on the south side Wednesday night. More on that in a moment. Since 2019, Lance Lynn, 5-1 with a 1.83 ERA against the Royals. Uh, that's good. Uh, first inning, very clean inning, 1-2-3, uh, striking out Nick Prado to end the inning. He was a tough one to get out on Tuesday night, so that was a good sign. A second inning, perfect through two innings with three strikeouts and only 25 pitches for Lynn. Uh, Lance Lynn on cruise control uh, through the third, zero hits, zero walks, four strikeouts, and 33 pitches. A uh, fourth inning, now second time through the order uh, with one out. Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, broke up the no-hitter and shutout by smashing a middle-middle offering from Lynn uh, way out of the ballpark in left center. one nothing Kansas City at that point. 
of Prado and Taylor get on Kansas City with runners on the corners with only one out. Uh, then Massey hit by a pitch. Royals have the bases loaded uh, with one out. Things unraveling a bit for Lynn in the fourth. However, he was able to get Kansas City to hit into a double play. How very white sacks of the Royals there. End of the threat. Uh, fifth inning, Lance Lynn allowed a base runner, but nothing else. A Lynn had... Lynn had only allowed four hits and it issued zero walks after five innings, 71 pitches, a very nice bounce back inning there in the fifth. Uh, then the sixth, uh, Lance doing his best to preserve the bullpen. Remember the Sox used five bullpen arms on Tuesday. Uh, Lynn struck out the first two Kansas City Royal hitters, uh, then got Michael Taylor to fly out to Pollock, a very efficient one, two, three inning. Uh, Lance Lynn pitching like what we hoped for, got through the seventh with a possibility that he might appear in the eighth. However, he was at 91 pitches, and that was indeed it for Lynn. Uh, seven innings, four hits, one earned run, zero walks, eight strikeouts. His ERA sub five, 4.70. Eighth inning. Uh, was Kendall Graveman. Now, the Sox just scored uh, runs in the bottom of the seventh, so hopefully a nice quick inning for Graveman. Uh, got some outstanding defense by Romy Gonzalez at second base, and Graveman with a huge strikeout to end that inning. Uh, we go to the ninth. Haven't seen Liam Hendricks in a long time. First time pitching since August 25th. Uh, Luis Robert enters the game as a defensive replacement in center field. Uh, Hendricks got a ground out, a fly out, and then a triple down the right field line. Uh, Kevin Sheets struggling a bit in right field, as he is known to do. And then there was a base hit. Uh, Gavin Sheets uh, couldn't turn on the speed jets uh, to field that. Uh, Royals tacked on a run. It was four, two sacks at this point. Then a Big strikeout to end things uh, to get that White Sox winner. Sox snap a five-game losing streak, and they picked up a game on Cleveland since they lost. Uh, the White Sox will go for the series win Thursday afternoon. Again, that's a YouTube game. And Johnny Cueto, hopefully trying to get back to form, uh, he will be on the hill for the White Sox. Thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Lockdown Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Lockdown Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app. YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap Johnny Cueto's outing and hopefully be talking about a series win for our Chicago White Sox. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morawski, and until next time, go Sox!